0: Trigger Warning. The following episode contains references to Gore, Sexual Content, Animal Cruelty, Human Suffering, Death, Factual Inaccuracies, Several Entitled People Making Light of All These Things. If any of the aforementioned topics cause you discomfort, you may want to listen to a different episode.
1: No, you don't understand. The runes say visit acidpoppodcast.com.
0: I'm Andy. The secret to being a good archaeologist is lots of vowels in your name.
2: I'm Sean. It belongs in a museum. Unless I'm making it up. I'm Adam.
3: Archaeologist. An Egyptian term meaning stop stealing our shit. I'm Kelly. And this is Acid Pop. Hello, everyone, and welcome back. Today, we're going to be talking about something very exciting: archaeology. Oh, oh no!
1: Archaeology is very exciting. That was There's just rock. What <laughs> a lot of feuds! But the rocks that used to be bones. Let's rock metal. No, not 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 let's metal. Oh,
3: can can a fossil be a metal? Well, we're not doing paleontology, so there won't be a lot of fossils in this one. Mm.
2: My question still stands.
3: <laughs> well, a fossil can be opal.
2: Okay. Which is a mineral. <laughs> I've seen
0: one. It's very cool. Um, I mean, Wolverine, he's all metal, so. Yeah, someday. <gasps> and that
2: old man. And he's bleh. definitely a fossil. He <laughs> saw the World Wars.
3: So, etymology of archaeology, it's Greek, archaeo meaning ancient, and ology meaning branch of science or knowledge. Ancient science. That
0: sounds awesome. <laughs> the knowledge of the ancients.
3: <laughs> Not super complicated, that one.
2: Just as antiquity dictates.
3: I could not find a fear of archaeology. (laughs) What is that, a pot? (laughs) Ah!
2: Tell that to the Nazis that Indiana Jones fought.
3: (laughs) (laughs) So just a little background. Uh, Archaeology is the study of human history and prehistory through the Mm. excavation of sites Mm -hmm. and the analysis of the artifacts found at those sites. It's a good one. Archaeologists report it is significantly less exciting than Indiana Jones makes it look. Aww.
2: Well. That's just what they want us to think. They don't want all the competition.
3: <laughs> and I couldn't find any real clarification as to when archaeology is archaeology and when it's just digging through your neighbor's trash.
2: <laughs> How old is the neighbor?
3: Trust me, I'm a scientist. <laughs> Get out of there.
2: Back off, man.
3: I heard an archaeologist saying her favorite dig and I use that term loosely, was going through a house from the 60s. <laughs>
0: hey,
1: man! Guess you found a bunch of pot, really. <laughs> yeah, they,
0: they worship something called the Beatles. <laughs>
3: Beatles. I'm just not sure where that cutoff is. Moving on to our acid pop quiz. True or false? 3,000-year-old papyrus found in Florida has led some to believe that the Egyptians traded with the Native Americans.
1: I'm gonna say false. I I know of a Russian connection to the Native Americas.
2: Oh, not Native Americas, this Americas, but not an Egyptian connection. I've I mean, I don't know about the papyrus specifically, but I, I have heard like rumors. I just I'm trying to remember if all those rumors were aliens or not.
0: And the Egyptians didn't even have boats, they just rode around on crocodiles, so I'm gonna say false. <laughs> He's crocodiles right. live in the ocean. They can't swim that far.
3: So this is false. Mm-hmm. However, they have found cocaine and tobacco yeah. on three thousand year old mummies oh. and those are both new world plants,
0: huh I mean, well, all that means is they went extinct. you know <laughs>
3: well, they haven't found any trace of them anywhere else. and no, actually, they actually um they studied the line it's it's from North America, hmm. oh,
0: really, yeah, some very high birds.
1: <laughs> well, the Russians got it over here and then made some cocaine out of it.
3: <laughs> All right, moving on. Each of the 8,000 terracotta warriors that guard Qin Shi Huang's tomb have their own unique style.
1: Uh, I'm going to go with true, yeah. because Wait. emperors are very vain.
2: Yeah, and he'd come up with a backstory for each of them, and like, <laughs> rich family life. Oh, that's Josh!
0: <laughs> <laughs> this one's my favorite in this row. <laughs> He's a rebel. <laughs> <laughs> his parents didn't love him <laughs> he, he loves josh from row 18
1: and they <laughs> love each other because their names are both josh but oh i'm going on <laughs>
2: Look at them each other
3: so this is true each has a unique face tunic beard and armor hmm. um some people believe they were each based on an actual person
0: and they each come with their own action accessory <laughs> like a hairdryer
2: <laughs> well this one karate chop oh this one came with a motorcycle. <laughs>
3: The tomb itself has never been excavated, both because records say it's full of deadly traps and also because it's full of deadly mercury. I mean, you said that
0: archaeology isn't exciting as Indiana Jones <laughs> makes it out to be, but it sounds like it could be.
3: <laughs> if only someone was brave enough. Yeah. <laughs>
1: the, thing, the thing was, they thought mercury would bring you immortality. So if they filled that place full of mercury, it's just fumes that you're like, <gasps> yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> what a find. <laughs>
3: See our Mercury and Immortality episodes for details.
1: Does anybody else's feet become handsplant? <laughs>
3: <laughs> okay, so peat bogs are known for their preservative properties, thus all the ancient corpses we've recovered from them. This is true. But in addition to corpses, archaeologists have also recovered 5,000-year-old ale, thought to have been mm. a sacrifice to the gods, and it's still drinkable. Is oh. that true?
2: Don't who, drink who it. Gonna You're going to make the go. gods mad.
0: I mean, I guess it depends on what you mean by drinkable. Like, are you <laughs> going to die from drinking it? Probably not. Is it good? Also,
2: is probably it still not. A
0: liquid? But Peatbox kind of
1: preserved that thing in just the way it was.
2: Yeah,
0: sure. 5,000
1: year
2: old vinegar. You can drink that. Sure. That, that sounds great. I mean, they, they planted those seeds they found on the caveman.
3: <laughs> so, this is false. Oh. Ah. They haven't found ale. <laughs> what they've. Actually found is giant hunks of butter. It was, a, it was actually a lager. <laughs> <laughs> I, a, and I mean, think 100 pounds or 45 wow. kilograms. Whoa. They had butter sculpture contests <laughs> back then?
2: <laughs> Why does this look like Jeff Fox for <laughs> gotta get to the country fair? I'll take the shortcut through the bogs.
3: <laughs> and they say it's still edible 5,000 years later.
2: Mm. Again, uh, well, dimple.
3: It's described yeah. as crumbly with a strong <laughs> cheese scent. <laughs> that
2: sounds like cheese, not butter.
3: Yeah. How do you think cheese is made?
2: D- well, ditto. <laughs> is butter just really soft cheese? Yeah, kind of. Huh. Well, made a different way. Aged, but...
3: True or false. When Carl Monch visited the ruins of Great Zimbabwe, he inc- concluded the city was actually Middle Eastern in origin by licking the stones. <laughs>
2: Oh, he's the best. Middle Eastern. (laughs) Uh, Taste of paprika. (laughs) Absolutely true. That's too weird not to be true. No way. False.
3: So this is false. Yeah. Uh, What he actually did was sniffed his pencil.
0: What? Pencil. The one he brought with him. Uh,
3: His pencil was cedar. The crossbeams had a cedar scent. Therefore... It was Lebanese cedar, and Lebanese people had built this great African city.
0: Okay.
3: He was wrong.
1: Oh. (laughs) Oh, good. I don't follow, but.
3: And racist, in case that wasn't obvious.
0: (laughs) My pencil told me so.
1: (laughs) I don't know. These people are Middle Middle Eastern. They're
2: all (laughs) minerals. These people are minerals.
3: So this happened in 1871, and the idea that the city wasn't African in origin wasn't <laughs> entirely put to rest until 1973.
0: Ah, <laughs> what a legacy. Really hung in there. Well,
1: that, that, I find that a lot of paleontology and archaeology. It's like, no, wait, like a billion years later.
0: Yeah. Oh, man. Turns out I had my head up my ass. <laughs>
1: I was just speaking from racist overtones.
3: <laughs> Turns out I'm a bad person. <laughs> Moving on to our short answer. What are Venus figures believed to be intended as, in terms uh, of use? Fertility uh, idols. Yeah, I, yeah, think. I was
0: going to say, uh, fertility idols.
3: All right. So, when first discovered, archaeologists suggested that they were fertility idols or paleo porn.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
3: oh, yeah. Nice. Turns out they make really great back massagers. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they
0: hide
1: what you really want to see.
3: But recently, female archaeologists have seen something familiar and have a new idea for what they might be, they think they might have been self-portraits, specifically of pregnant women, looking down at their own bodies. And if you line, if you look at pictures of pregnant women from that angle, and you look at these figures, the proportions are dramatically similar. I can
2: see that. Interesting.
3: And since modern archaeologists also believe most paleo artists were female, it's likely that these carvings were made by women.
2: Hmm. That's awesome. <laughs> I think it's funny that all the guy paleontologists came through as like, yeah, that's porn. <laughs> <laughs> Look at that pregnant woman. <laughs> Get you <yard.
3: laughs> All right. The Runamo runes were discovered in the uh, 1000s and were so faded that no one managed to read them until the 1800s when Icelandic professor Finner Magnensen said he Ooh. discerned a poem celebrating a Swedish king. He was incorrect. Oh, okay. What did did the runes say actually? It
2: was Uh. a recipe for bread.
3: (laughs) It was a bill.
2: It was a limerick. (laughs) There once was a man from
0: Nantucket.
3: (laughs) The answer is Nothing. But oh. turns out they were just natural cracks in the rock. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> womp, womp, womp. But he invented a whole language.
2: <laughs> it's the language of the earth. It's Babylonian.
3: <laughs> and if you look at these runes, they, I mean runes, if you look <laughs> at these cracks, they really do look pretty runic. But uh, yeah, for well, people thought they were faded and hard to read, but it turned mm. out they were just nothing.
2: Maybe those old people were just bad at writing.
0: (laughs) Maybe Earth is trying to tell us something about the king of Sweden.
3: What is it, girl? Gaia? All right. When the Romans came to the UK, they had a habit of carving graffiti into the stones as they passed. The written rocks of Gelt were found in a Roman quarry from 207 CE. In addition to the usual names and dates, someone carved a caricature of the officer in charge and what else?
2: A stick up his butt.
3: <laughs> yes yeah, so they put mm-hmm. horns on his head in addition to the caricature
2: <laughs> oh okay uh
1: his wife's name with a heart and like an arrow a pile mm-hmm. of dookie uh a
3: dog the answer is a roman good luck symbol which is to huh. say a penis oh. ah
1: i was going to say a penis and i went with something
2: else gone with your gut.
0: <laughs> trying to act all mature wait a penis is good luck hey yeah. hey <laughs> <hot day. laughs>
2: I gotta go rub my lucky charm. <laughs> oh, God, is four leaf good or bad?
3: <laughs> All right, moving on to our terms. What is a flint napper?
2: Hmm. Oh, that sounds like a Dr. <laughs> Seuss word.
3: It's someone who is making arrows and then they
0: fell asleep and fell on one of their arrows and killed themselves.
1: <laughs> it's someone who is supposed to be making fire and then he fell asleep on the fire. <laughs>
2: Uh, yeah, it's like the very first documented case of spontaneous combustion where I, like fell asleep next to the fire.
3: well, you guys got close in the someone making something
2: <laughs>
0: okay, okay. Good. and that there was a person involved.
3: <laughs> it's someone who makes stone tools specifically by hitting rocks with other rocks,
0: okay,
1: yeah
3: the process is called flint napping
2: Why napping oh. no because nap nap na- is it napping with a k yes, oh. ah. That still doesn't make much sense to me, but... (laughs) Oh, yes. Flint kidnapping. (laughs) They
0: make flint rucksacks.
3: (laughs) What is a pot hunter?
0: An
1: archaeologist? Somebody who travels across the border from Colorado to
2: Idaho? (laughs) That's a a rival tribe that hasn't developed, like, ceramics yet, so they steal all their pots from the other tribe.
3: (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, Sean, depending on how strict your... uh morals are, you got closest. Hey. This is oral. someone who takes artifacts from sites for non-science reasons. Mm. Mm. Um, He's
2: not in it for the science. <laughs>
3: <laughs> What's an adl-addle?
2: I addle I swear to God, I've heard this. Lay it on us, professor.
1: An addle is a rattle without the R's. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: this, this rattle's broken. It's a musical horn. I don't know. It's a poking stick of some kind.
3: <laughs> addle. It is a spear thrower. Oh, um, I was close. Yeah. yeah. These <laughs> date back seventeen thousand years. Well,
0: huh? it's an old stick.
3: But their use comes forward quite significantly. Um, I think it was the Aztecs I read about reading them, and they could use these addl addles to pierce metal armor.
2: Are those those uh, it's like the stick that kind of goes backwards with a little catch on it? Yes, that's what what's you, an added throw spears harder. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: I knew I knew what it was. You just had to tell me what it was.
2: You're so smart after
1: the fact, aren't you?
0: (laughs) I am. Say, man, there's no end to the use of sticks. I've used one just today. (laughs) (laughs) Did you? Oh, yeah.
2: My glasses are just sticks with glass in them.
3: (laughs) (laughs) That concludes our acid pop quiz. Let's move on to our stories. So our first story is about Sir Francis Drake. Sir
2: Francis. (laughs) 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 Bitchin'.
3: The story goes that when he landed in San Francisco in 1559. on a gnarly wave. (laughs) He took the time to put up a brass plaque claiming the land for England.
2: Mm -hmm. That's pretty official.
3: The land, notably, had already been claimed by Spain, not to mention the numerous native tribes who hadn't exactly put the land on the market. Oh, they
1: don't count. (laughs) Did you have a brass plaque? Oh,
3: So in 1933, a professor of archaeology, uh, Professor Bolton, was known to be a bit obsessed with finding the plaque Mm. and Mm. was constantly telling his students to go out and locate it. He
2: eventually became a dentist. (laughs) Run! Run! (laughs) Children!
3: There's a brass plaque!
2: (laughs) What are you doing here? (laughs) Acting!
3: (laughs) (laughs) And then finally, someone found it. Hey! Except they didn't know what they'd found, so they threw it out the window Wee! on the highway. <laughs>
2: Just a hunk of metal. <laughs> on the highway?
0: <laughs> How many times do you think I can skip this, baby? <laughs> Wait.
2: Pause for a so second. Their whole job was to go out looking for old things, and they found an old piece of metal and threw it out.
3: <laughs> on the highway <laughs> is my problem. <laughs> they were big on littering in the 1930s.
2: Oh, yeah. It's all the rage.
3: But then someone else found it.
2: Hey, on the side of the road. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) It belongs to England.
3: (laughs) (laughs) And that person brought it to Bolton, who pretty much immediately bought it for the equivalent of today's $50,000. Oh,
2: That's fair. I'll pay $50,000 for one, said Mr. Bolton.
3: (laughs) I thought he was Jack Black.
1: (laughs) (laughs) No, the other guy was Jack Black.
3: Unfortunately, love makes us stupid, and Bolton loved this black.
0: (laughs) It's mine. No one can touch it. (laughs)
3: Which means that he maybe didn't look at it as skeptically as he should have. (laughs) And neither did anyone else.
2: (laughs) We didn't let anyone else see it.
3: It was exhibited at the Smithsonian. It toured the world. It was reproduced in California history books. (laughs) A reproduction was given to Queen Elizabeth II. (laughs) Remember
2: when you used to own America?
3: (laughs) It was a total fake. Not only that... It wasn't a good fake.
2: <laughs> so, was the one that was thrown out of the car initially the fake?
3: It was a fake. Okay. He's should
0: driving down the road saying, no one's going to buy
3: this.
2: <laughs> this is terrible.
3: First, the brass was clearly too pure and not hammered in the way brass would have been at the time.
0: Hmm. It was made out of plastic. That should have been the first clue.
3: <laughs> then there was the way the queen was referred to. She was called Queen Elizabeth as of England, and her proper title at the time was Elizabeth, by the grace of God, Queen of England.
2: Breaker of chains. <laughs> <laughs> Mother
3: of dragon. <laughs> then there was the fact that the forger initialed the plaque.
1: <laughs> Here I am, J.H.
3: <laughs> GC for George Clark. Mm. Um, people assumed that it must have meant Captain General, a term not <laughs> used in Elizabethan times
0: or general captain stores full of holes
3: oh and uh there was the black light paint with the initials of the Ar- archaeology drinking club that made the plaque on it, oh. damn it you
1: guys <laughs> fun i love it <laughs> I mean, they weren't even like trying that hard hey guys i've i've i found the last poems of robert frost <laughs>
3: <laughs> well that's the thing they weren't trying that hard it was a joke They didn't expect him to fall for it. And when he did, none of them wanted to come forward and, like, drag his name through the mud. So they all brought this secret to their grave. Oh, Oh. God. God.
2: We have a really important thing to tell him. Oh, he's (laughs) in England now. Giving it to the queen, you say? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I can wait.
1: (laughs) Impressions made. Ooh.
3: All right. So now we're going to discuss another fraud.
1: Hmm. Me.
3: (laughs) (laughs) So in 2000, Pakistani authorities heard someone was trying to sell a mummy on the black market for $11 million. Mummy. The seller, when interrogated, claimed the mummy was discovered in a cave bordering Iran and Afghanistan. The mummy was wrapped in an Egyptian style and was in a wooden sarcophagus with cuneiform inscriptions, which is the language of ancient Persia. Yeah. And it had carvings of a Zoroastrian deity. So, you know, that all checks out. Though it did
0: say Sharman every couple (laughs) inches.
3: (laughs) The mummy had a breastplate that proclaimed I am the daughter of the great king Xerxes. Mazirka, I think Mazirka, protect me. I am, I'm not even going to try for her name.
0: (laughs) I am something long winded.
3: (laughs) (laughs) I am a princess, I am. I am a princess, I am, I am. <laughs> this meant that this mummified body potentially belonged to a Persian princess and was 2,600 years old. Hmm. So, here's the issue. Persian royalty didn't do the mummy thing? Hmm. And Iran wasn't exactly mummy central.
1: <laughs> I mean, maybe she wanted that. <laughs> hey, guys, I know that this is not the way we do things, but just... Suck the moisture out of me. She she was like a weeaboo,
2: but for Egyptian.
3: Yeah. (laughs) Despite this weirdness, Pakistan and Iran both claimed ownership of the princess, and uh, (laughs) diplomatic tensions spiked.
0: That's my fake mummy.
3: Alas, the mystery mummy was not to be. The language written on it was apparently written by someone not very familiar with the script. (laughs) (laughs) Studies show that the body had been bleached, Organs Mm. removed, then filled with modern drying agents to give it that ancient look.
0: I've had those little uh, drying beads that come (laughs) in your stereo.
1: Yeah, it was full of... Silica gel. There you go.
3: More distressingly, tests on the body showed it to be a woman who had died in 1996 from a deliberately broken neck. Whoa. So, she'd been killed for mummification. Um, Who murdered the princess? (laughs) No. They still don't know who killed her. Hmm. Well, the guy who turned her in, obviously.
1: <laughs> I'd, I'd like to turn in this mummy.
3: <laughs> he was apparently a middleman. Uh. And it would have involved a lot of people. Like, you would have need at least semi-scholarly experts to do the writing. You would have need someone who knew at least something about how to make a mummy. Yeah, so he, he was just the mummy students. fence. Yes. So, we're going to move on to a particularly gruesome recent archaeological discovery. hmm time. Love it. More gruesome than this poor broken-necked woman. Uh-uh. So, But much older. Archaeologists in Peru discovered the site of the largest known child and possibly child llama sacrifice.
0: So it was a really big child? Uh, no.
1: <laughs> That's what I was going to say. Like the, the giantest child. How many <laughs> kids
2: are we talking? Wow. <laughs> <laughs>
3: We're talking 140 young humans and 200 young llamas. Wow. (laughs) Not the llamas. (laughs) Sacrificed some 500 years ago by the Chimu civilization. So the Chimu were a culture that coexisted with, rivaled, and were eventually defeated by the Incans. Hmm. By comparison, the previous contender for largest child sacrifice was 42 children.
2: Ah, competitive category.
3: (laughs) This was... More than double. I think we can beat that. <laughs> More than triple. So the skeletal remains of both children's and llamas show cuts to the sternum as well as rib dislocations. Oh, How do you dislocate a rib?
1: In- I've, I've done it before. i say
3: oh. <laughs> In other words, their chests were cut open to get at that good, good heart meat. That's <laughs> ah, good. The sacrificers were apparently professionals The cuts are described as consistent and efficient With no hesitation wounds I mean, after my first ten, I feel like (laughs) I
1: hit my rhythm Yeah Chop heart, toss, chop heart, toss, chop (laughs)
3: heart It's basically
2: his job You timing
3: this? Three adults, a man and two women, were found nearby Apparently beaten to death Um, Archaeologists think they had a part in the sacrifice And then they were dispatched afterwards, Genghis Khan style
1: Goodbye, goodbye, goodbye
2: Leave no trace (laughs)
3: The children were between 5 and 14 and weren't locals. Um, Hmm. Instead, they seem to have been brought in from the outskirts of the empire, probably the children of conquered people. Field trip. (laughs) yeah they were also all killed in a single event which means that the poor kids had to form a line and wait their turn at the knife (laughs) what's going on around (laughs)
1: that corner sir (laughs) nothing
3: and while the kids may have waited patiently apparently the llamas didn't
2: (laughs) (laughs) the llamas knew
3: archaeologists found evidence of llama escape attempts at the site as well
2: (laughs) what does that look like there's a lot of spitting around here.
3: So why the mass child murder?
2: <laughs> why, you may ask.
3: Well, you'll
0: notice the world didn't end.
3: <laughs> well, kind of the opposite in this case. Archaeologists think that the answer is in the mud found in and around the site. Basically, there's evidence of fairly bad flooding at the time. They think that Chimu may have been dealing with an El Nino, which caused mass flooding and bad fishing. The sacrifice was probably an attempt to ask the sea to cut it out. We need to make a boat out of child bones and llama skin. As the Inca defeated them a couple decades later, apparently it didn't work. Yeah. I
1: mean, it helped them survive the flood, right? <laughs> well, they were probably all Incan children.
3: <laughs> that would explain it. Oh, no, the generation gap.
2: <laughs> Those stupid Incan millennials. <laughs> Always tying their knots and ropes.
3: <laughs> so we've talked about fraud, and we've talked about authentic archaeology. Hmm, left. Now- it's time for a story that's a bit of both. Oh, okay. We're going to talk about James Millart. That's two A's. It's an interesting name. Ah,
2: Millart.
3: <laughs> yes. Yeah. Where are the two A's? M e l l a a r t. Millart. Millart made some genuine discoveries. Most notably, he discovered the ruins of Catalhoyuk, a site dating back to 7,500 BCE and considered to be the world's oldest urban civilization. Hmm. And to be clear, these were real ruins of the world's real oldest urban civilization.
0: With real cars and real buses. Uh, the way you're saying it makes it sense like they're not real.
3: <laughs> well, for most people, this would be enough, but not for Millard. See, Millard tended to go into digs with hypotheses (laughs) that he was determined to prove at all costs.
2: Hmm. Fun. That's how you're supposed to prove them. (laughs) This is Atlantis. It's Atlantis. It's Atlantis. (laughs) Start pouring water on these ruins. (laughs) (gasps) Mermaids.
3: (laughs) When evidence didn't support his conclusions, he created the evidence. He fabricated murals he claimed to have found at this site- and the initial drafts of these murals were eventually found among his effects after his death. Which ones and how many is sort of a mystery. That's <laughs> oh, the problem God. with an occasionally honest person. No <laughs> one knows how much of what he did is authentic. I'm sometimes honest.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Everything I say
0: is a lie. <laughs> oh, That's one thing.
3: His most famous hoax is generally referred to as the Mazur affair. Hmm. He claimed that in 1958 he met a woman on a train wearing an antique golden bracelet, and to get an idea of the sort of man he was, he described her as a very attractive in a tardy sort of way. Tardy,
1: <laughs> you know, she was kind of late. Wait, or she was
2: kind of slow. Tardy, tardy. Oh, sorry, <laughs> tardy. <laughs> Two T's, like a tart. Are you
0: the- <laughs> <still> <laughs> confused. Well, no i get it she's, okay. she's she's like a she's
1: tarty yes desserty <laughs> she's, she's like a, a a crisp apple dessert oh, okay.
2: <laughs> dessert
3: When he admired the bracelet, she said it was from a royal treasure dug up in secret during the Turco-Greek War.
2: In Canada. You probably haven't heard of it.
3: (laughs) Just the sort of thing you wear on a casual train ride.
2: Yeah. Yeah, Cursed artifact. Right before uh, Poirot shows up. (laughs) Right before the train goes to the tunnel and a scream rings out.
3: (laughs) She invited him back to her place to see the rest of her family's treasure. Wink. (laughs) That hussy. (laughs) Which he was allowed to draw and document, but Hmm. not photograph.
1: Uh, uh, uh. Those drawings were the basis of the drawings for Titanic.
3: (laughs) (laughs) The discovery was groundbreaking. Clear evidence of a major seafaring civilization that existed in the time of the Egyptians, where before there were only thought to be minor villages. Egyptian hieroglyphics on gold plate, silver swords etched with grand ships, nude uh. goddesses, jeweled daggers, and lots of gold jewelry. Mermaids, fairies, <laughs> you name it, it was all there. It was the talk of the archaeological world, and it was never seen. <laughs> No one ever located the woman either. Yeah, the address he gave for her turned out not to exist.
0: <laughs> the ghost. Clearly, I must have jumped dimensions.
3: He went to his grave claiming it was real.
0: That was his final words. It was Don't real. That woman. Uh,
3: <laughs> of course, he went to his death claiming a lot of things were real. In fact, he had active cons going even after he passed. What mm. the heck? Awesome. Uh, <laughs> upon his death he left a number of quote unfinished translations of inscriptions he'd discovered he was unable to complete them because he didn't speak the language he left a note saying that they needed to be finished and published after his death if necessary some of them were and then it was discovered that they were all fakes that he'd created and he spoke that language <laughs> fluently
1: his name was L. Ron Hubbard
3: <laughs> and that's the last of my stories mm. Tell me all about your exciting ancient digs.
1: <laughs> My brother-in-law is an actual archaeologist. What? Oh, yeah. And you don't need to start lying to impress us. No, he, 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 he does a, a lot of uh, Native American sites around the town, around Nevada and California, Arizona.
0: It's a big town.
1: Well, <laughs> Heck uh, of like, a town. He also teaches lacrosse. Go
0: Wildcats.
1: <laughs> I don't know that that's his team. I just said, go Wildcats. It's a team. <laughs> Ba, 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 ba. Ba, 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 ba. No, that's the 18 <laughs> <laughs> but no uh, like he often like my wife wanted to get into archaeology and then she kind of figured she'd have to be out in the world and she was like i don't want to go out into nature and kind of dig for things." <laughs> yeah, the world dirt ah. and she figured that out by talking to my brother-in-law who is very passionate about finding native american artifacts and oh, i think really that'd be cool super guy.
2: cool Except for all the curses, you know. Yeah, the Native American curses.
0: That sounds super stressful, though. Like digging in the ground and like trying not to shatter whatever's there. Like, oh, man. I have trouble not breaking plates that I bought a couple years ago, (laughs) let alone plates that are a few thousand years old. Yeah.
3: And then you got to figure out what they were used for, which, as I've learned from researching this episode, mostly people just get it wrong. (laughs)
1: <laughs> oh i i found a bowl. it's for blood <laughs>
3: <laughs> one of the big ones that i ran into was that like there were all these like in lots of sites like around the world that they, they found these like little totem figures that they were like oh these are like little worshipy things but like finally some knitters got to look t- not knitters weavers got to look at them they're like no those are those are for yarn craft like that's a weight
2: bum bum bum
3: is that it? No one else gone digging for pots? No, no.
2: I'm racking my brains for all the
1: sights I've been on. Yeah, I mean, that's all I got. Is I, got a, I got a very cool brother-in-law.
0: <laughs> <laughs> don't let him say, don't, don't let him know I said that.
3: <laughs> Just don't let him listen to this episode. When
0: well, we get to paleontology, I've got some for that, but uh, yeah, not
2: archaeology.
3: That time you fought that dinosaur.
2: <laughs> um, did. I go out into the, the desert around here and find arrowheads. Yeah. Oh, in. actually you know what now that I think about it, uh there was one summer it was uh just the the desert right behind my house before they built a bunch of house or other houses on top of it. Mm. Uh they were testing one of the uh the wells out there like they were like draining it for some reason. So there was just like a ditch being cut to the sand. And me and my neighbor, uh he found a like in the side of this like ditch that had been cut out, there was like a big piece of granite sticking out. And there's no there's no granite around. Like mm. it's it was brought in from somewhere else, and we pulled it out. It was a great big uh, grinding stone. Yeah.
3: Huh. Oh, that's and cool. Then,
2: and then later that same that same summer, we found the actual like stone to grind with instead of grind in. So like he's they- got one piece, and I've got the other.
3: Have you tried grinding anything yet?
2: Heavens, no. <laughs> no, the spices you put in there are cursed. Yeah, it'll let ghosts out.
3: <laughs> Curse
1: pepper. Ghost peppers. Yes, <laughs> ghost peppers. That's how you make them. <laughs>
3: So moving on to what are your morals worth? Um Sean was describing this as exciting earlier, so I'm sure he'll be cheap. How much to be the first to dive into Qin Shi Huang's tomb? Oh
0: Whoa. man, I bet I could I could handle that. I could totally Some handle mercury. that. I would die. No way, man. Just get an oxygen mask and well, we know rubber doesn't work, so find something else.
3: <laughs> Some get sort rubber. Of there's also like pit traps and crossbows and all that good stuff. Oh, my, so cool. Those are going
0: to be run right away. I'm not
3: Indiana Jones.
0: Oh, not very high. That sounds awesome.
3: <laughs> I'm not even Rashida Jones. <laughs> <laughs> Sean wants enough money to cover expenses.
2: Yeah. Pay for my plane ticket, I guess. More than Sean. <laughs> <laughs> One plane ticket, fifty thousand dollars. All, all I ask is them to cover expenses and let my name be in the books.
3: See, they've never opened it up cuz they're worried about what they'll find inside.
2: Yeah, corpses, dragons.
0: <laughs> Bunch of cowards, it sounds so, like to me.
3: I feel yeah. like they know what they're doing. <laughs> so, it's going to be 500,000 for me.
0: Mm. No, th- those warriors are just
2: standing there waiting. <laughs> waiting for somebody yeah. to let them out. They're tired. Oh, thank god. <laughs> The
0: emperor made us immortal and we've just been stuck down here. <laughs>
2: Inhaling mercury. Do you know what that's like?
3: No, you're going to open that door and they're all going to turn to face you. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. <laughs> so then they will obey me.
3: <laughs> I don't know that that's how it works.
2: I am the emperor.
3: <laughs> I'm your new emperor. <laughs> all right. I think that's it for today. Thanks to the crew for joining me. Thanks to our awesome editor, Gerard. If you want more Acid Pop, visit at Acid Podcast on Twitter or Instagram. Want to talk? Reach out to us at our subreddit or email us at acidpoppodcast at gmail.com. And remember, it's only stealing if you don't display it with a fancy plaque. Bye.
1: Bye. Bye.